Welcome back, uh, Rachel. Welcome back, <laughs> listeners. To uh, welcome to the muck. Welcome to the magic. I'm John Duffy. This is Rachel Starbird, and we are uh, talking today about beginnings um, because we are at the beginning of this uh, podcast adventure, um, and so I thought it'd be appropriate to have that as a general topic uh one of our first shows um because uh because it's a first i've never uh attempted a podcast before and um (laughs) it's a new thing and when new things arrive that's uh that's that's how things begin um i think I think you uh, can define the beginning of things by it being something new that hasn't happened before. And uh, beyond that, it's, it's just the whole cycle and recycle of life. And uh, yeah. So uh, Rachel, what, what's something that has happened recently in your life that is a, uh, that is the beginning. That is the start of something. Um, well, I just want to say before we dive in that yes. that intro was amazing. Like you're <laughs> like, I was like, wow, here we go. <laughs> like I buckled in my seatbelt. I was like, damn. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what is something that I'm beginning lately yeah. well what's, <laughs> Where what's to new start? with you what's new with you yeah start is right um <laughs> there's just so I mean there's so many things but yeah um I think just living here in Massachusetts again is it's been a sure. long a long-winded new thing new beginning um yeah. but with that comes I don't know, just acclimating back to the vibe out here, the people, the climate, which sounds weird, but Definitely. it's different. No, it's different sense. in Portland. Yeah. Um, yeah. New, I mean, new relationships, new friends. I'm dating. That's I okay. Nice. Now we're getting Congrats. to it. You know, thanks. That's the biggest new thing, I think, is the dating thing. Sure. Sure. And it's uh, the beginning of dating. You know, dating is when you're, you know, when you're feeling open to it and starting that journey, it feels, at least to me, very like exciting. And like, it's a bunch of beginnings, you know, it seems like you're in a, um, like a pattern of trying to begin, trying to begin, trying to begin, trying to begin <laughs> with like yeah. with people until you find one that rolls a bit. It's um, a nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Bad. And you can get, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's easy to get stuck in a pattern of newness, you know? Um, and then suddenly you realize you're in the middle of something, you know? Yeah. Uh, the middles come out, the middles are subtle. Middles come out of nowhere. Um, and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, so I'm dipping my toe in, I've never, I haven't really been open to the 
actual way of dating. Like how Mm. I, what I mean by that is um, actually showing up and being very conscious about it. And, and like, I'm here, like, you know, putting, put like putting your stake in the ground and being like, I'm here in the past dating didn't really take an active approach to dating. I just was like, Oh, I was very passive. Like I would date people that I met through friends or uh, met at work or um, met at school. Like I wasn't actually somebody who was like going out and being conscious and showing up and putting their stake in the ground, so to speak. And be yeah. like, I'm here and I'm going to try. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And it's really wonderful and lovely, but it's also awful. It's just, <laughs> it's awful. Like I met, I met my first man off the internet like uh-huh. a month ago and I was like terrified. I was, I was like, why am I doing this? I feel like I'm going to vomit in my car. Like, why, yeah. why am I doing this? And then I was like, well, Rachel, you're doing this because this is what you're doing. (laughs) This is like, if you actually want something. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you you love torturing yourself. No. (laughs) I always know it's a real date when I'm, when I'm wearing something nice, it's like, oh gosh, like this is a date (laughs) date. Like, look at what I'm wearing. That's always the signal. Um, Yeah. I remember when I was first, internet dating I was probably 21 22 or so um and I was like fresh back from uh film school back in Portland and just really you know going for it trying to find somebody and uh and 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 so I I sort of got like you know knocked around from person to person um but had some like training wheels in my early 20s uh to um to get me sort of acclimated to how that goes to talking to strangers to trying (laughs) to you know first determine interest then show interest you know how do you do yeah. both of those things and uh, gracefully and in a way where, you know, you want to make your intentions clear, but you don't want to freak a stranger out and you want to, uh, you know, stay benevolent, but be fun and, you know, <laughs> perhaps a drink. And then how much drink is this like beyond <laughs> fun as I creeped into, you know, uh, showing my problems and is this too early because it's a first date you know (laughs) beginnings are beginnings are hard man (laughs) right and so when you're starting dating and you you show up and you try and it's a beginning and then you learn some things and you're like okay like this maybe isn't like gonna work that's an ending and so I feel like dating is a constant okay I'm gonna begin something and then it might end And then I'm going to bring in something again and I'm going to, it's going to end. Even if you're just, it's not really uh, serious yet. It doesn't matter. Like the energy is there of like, you're starting something new and then, oh, okay, this isn't working. And I feel like that's probably why I haven't done it before because it's very shocking to my system because I hate endings. 
Oh, well, I have a hard time <laughs> yeah, yeah. with endings. Once I get through that ending, though, I love the new beginning. Like, I love that totally. feeling. It's exciting. It's like, oh, my God, cool. I mean, it's scary. Um, right. But I often get stuck sometimes in that middle part or, like, when I know something is over. Like, case right. in point, like, I knew my days in Portland were ending. And I maybe dragged it out a little. But I, like, couldn't. I couldn't end it because it's just so it's something that's really, really hard for me. And I think it's probably hard for a lot of people. Yeah. But I'd I'd say just knowing you endings are difficult for you, especially. I remember like when you'd, when you'd go to a party, you would stay (laughs) at the party super, super long. I had this like little mantra. I was like, well, Rachel never leaves or like, or like you'd, you'd, you know, you'd be, uh, you'd come into work and, and, and then just like stay chilling at work for a really long time. And that's, that's it. And, and, and I kind of had the same thing. I kind of have the same thing too, where I just like, don't want parties to end. And I don't want <laughs> to stop talking with friends ever. And so it, it just, uh, it turns into later and later and later nights. And, mm-hmm. you know, a night is supposed to be an ending, but I'm such a beginning hound. I'm often, mm-hmm. you know, trying to just keep the night going and that's something I'm working on in my adult life and trying to curb that behavior because uh (laughs) you know then it not healthy it gets you tired all day you know Mm -hmm. that's so funny you just called me out I I did do that (laughs) I did do that I'd be like it'd be like midnight and I'd be like oh I'm so tired like I'm gonna go I'm gonna catch the last train and I'd still be there at like four in the morning (laughs) right exactly that's what I'm talking just, about. Just can't and, end it. Yeah. And the, and so like on a, on a small degree, it'd be like, you know, staying for an extra drink at a bar on a larger degree. It's like mm-hmm. staying up into a night, you know, talking and giggling with people. But then on an even like larger scale, it's staying in Portland longer than you wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. is 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 the same uh the same stuff and as a night owl i definitely am guilty of all that too yeah or staying in a relationship too long because you're just like oh, oh i don't want to face that it's ending and it's over and right. it's awful you know just just staying in anything too long because i feel like as human beings we're actually not supposed to stay in things very long this maybe is an unpopular right. controversial opinion but with working with energy, uh, I, that's something that I had to get comfortable with of like, it's always changing rapidly. And then you're in the next thing. And I was like, yeah, I actually, but it actually feels good to my system. So it's made me think about us as people. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't think we're meant to stay in things forever. And I think the statistic is most people have like eight career changes in their lifetime. Oh, is the average? Have you heard that? No, I haven't. I've heard that. Um, I've, I, I've got another fact that's stuck with me. That's uh, that's kind of tied to that, though. Is that um, it takes seven years of practice or study or repetition to become a master of something? 
Um, so like if you wanted to learn the violin, if you picked it up and stuck with it, like the average person is able to totally master something in, in seven years time. So if you're saying that people have like eight careers over their lives, you know, um, what's seven times eight. That's like, <laughs> we're going to do that's like 58 <laughs> years, you know, that's like, yeah, that's like a lifetime. If it's um, not 58, write in comment below, <laughs> like subscribe, uh, check Duffy on his math. It's your daily, uh, uh... <laughs> It's a, yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to answer that because I will be wrong. <laughs> um, but, but it's a lifetime. I think you it's know? 56, actually. But 50, there you go. That sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, it can't be worse than my Alanis comment last time. So you're you Alanis. Know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Alanis me saying Morissette. my one of my most favorite women in right. pop music and I say her name so, wrong like I was like who who came in there and was occupying my voice because that wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of beginnings um mm-hmm. and uh Alanis um oh, let's I'll let's, talk about her all day yeah let's hard left turn into some pop culture news um okay she is beginning hello on topic <laughs> um she is starting a uh a show she's going to be a judge on a reality competition show with nick lachey will i am what and grimes and the four of them are going to stop be, it yeah the four of them are going to be judging non-famous people hoping to make it <laughs> as singers who are going to be singing um but 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 what we're gonna see is like internet avatars singing. So it's kind of like a digital version of the masked singer for amateurs. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be called Alter Ego. And I don't know what mm. channel it's gonna be on, but it sounds like a goddamn mess to me. Um, I mean, and- it's probably gonna be on Freeform that nobody can access. Uh, <laughs> right, but- right. I just feel like, do we need another one of those shows? Do we need another one? No. I- don't no. think so there's many you know um <sighs> thematically many things that begin don't have to but that's part of the chaos <laughs> of the world that's part of the muck of beginnings you know is some stuff just happens sometimes two cells collide and a horrible <laughs> person is born right and sometimes Alanis is like oh. looking for the next big thing mm-hmm. doesn't have an album in her and is uh you know, sees this offer and and signs on the line, and now and now we get this. Yeah, Anyways. I mean, if it's accessible, I will definitely check out the first episode, maybe because that is a nice cast of characters. It, it is an eclectic cast of of fools. I feel like Will I Am is probably behind it more so than the others. This seems like probably. a very will I am idea. He's probably know? like, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> really he's very, need I need this. He's, yeah. <laughs> Nick Lachey too. They're forgetting <laughs> Nick Lachey. Yeah. Available. Yeah. Available. He just like, I figured Nick Lachey visits his agent's office like once a day. <laughs> Drops off flowers and shit. 
And he's like, I got this 98 degrees tattoo. Yeah. So I need to just like keep going. <laughs> yeah. Can't end that tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't turn it into a uh, tasteful ohm symbol or anything. It's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all did have tattoos, right? That was real. Um, that might have been henna, but, oh. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> let's say it's real. Let's say it's real. We have to Google that one because yeah. I wonder how many of those uh, men in the band got <laughs> it off, like got it reversed or lasered off or something. <laughs> That's a good point. I say this and I loved 98 degrees. I don't feel like they got enough recognition, but they weren't obviously my favorite boy band, but I, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Not my favorite temperature either. Honestly. No, no, not a comfortable temperature. By 98, any means. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good. Um, well, yeah. wait, what about you <laughs> with yes. beginnings and endings? I know you've, yeah. you've had a lot going on. Um, totally, totally. I'll let you pick beginning or ending or both. Yeah, so beginning-wise... I am on a therapy journey where I'm taking oh. that more seriously than I ever have. So that's a new deal. Love that. That has entered my life and is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I started the new job like three months ago and uh, I already got promoted. So that's like a new part of something new, which is pretty nice. cool. That's yep. very nice. And then um, the big ending is... Uh, I am abstaining from alcohol, uh, yes. and I've done Ooh, so for juicy. That. Yeah. So 53 days. And that's a weird thing because that's technically an ending, right? It's like right. something that I'm, that I'm, you know, the volume is, is turned to nothing on that. It's something that's gone away, but yet it feels like a beginning because of, the sense of sort of rediscovery of self Mm -hmm. um, in terms of just sort of being off a very, uh, a very intense uh, chemical that I was, you know, uh, I didn't really realize how reliant I was until I stopped. Um, And it's one of those, uh, it's one of those things like I never figured there would be an end you know to that and so um I don't know it, it's 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 it feels like a beginning in terms of uh um in terms of having access to different parts of my chemistry of my brain um, oh yeah they're that are before kind of dimmed or sloshed uh mm-hmm. by uh you know by alcohol the uh right depressant slash poison right so uh it's like i mean no it's not poison <laughs> it's uh, i it's, mean uh, they say that they of? say that you're literally poisoning <laughs> your body and i'm like well yeah. tally ho and i yeah um yeah but yes and it's a big like not that there's anything wrong with that thing for me now you know that's the thing is like I still support everyone I know and love who drinks and you know 
is is good and benevolent and that used to be me and that was fine too but yeah I like I prefer this I like this and that the fact that I don't miss it is like the funniest thing in the world to me right now and I and I, and I and I get like a real a real like humor kick out of it that um yeah that I can, I can be places. I can still go out. I can still be with friends. And like, if I'm offered, I don't even want it. And, and it's just something that was like, so a part, what was such a big part of my personality that like to be walking around without it feels um, uh, very liberating. And, um, and, and it makes everything easier. And really that, that all came from therapy from, sort of understanding more about my specific condition I have, which is a dysthymia. I like calling it It used to be called dysthymia, which means like joy disorder. Um, But it's basically low level depression. It's where like most depression comes in big waves where you're super depressed for a while and then you have relief and then you're big, big, sad. And then you're not big. sad. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, I'm like, pretty sad all the time (laughs) you know I have like uh yeah Yeah. I have I have like 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 a a a constant bummed out nature um and the cure for that is you know less depressants more sunshine more exercise um and I've always hated exercise but I hate it a lot less now that I'm not drinking. And so, and also I need to learn like discipline. And so that was a, uh, you know, a a key into that. So yeah, that's all new. That's all new stuff to me. And it sounds, you know, maybe a little pedestrian, you know, because it's a normal thing to quit drinking. A lot of people go through it. I don't have much to add to, uh, the culture about it, but I, but it's new to me. So it's exciting to me. And so if it's new to someone who's listening, I assume it's exciting for them too. But like, uh, I think that's the thing about beginnings is we, you know, we go through life and we try to do the best we can and we try to stay enthused Um, you know, the pursuit of happiness is like this common, um, uh, goal as it were, um, in our specific society. And it's like, but it's, uh, but it's an elusive deal and it's a little bit of an illusion. And I think, you know, time itself is something that our minds kind of, regulate and control and conceive of for ourselves to make sense of what we're perceiving and um to give to give an order to all the (laughs) to all the chaos and muck out there um and Mm -hmm. and so I think part of the magic is creating beginnings for ourselves and creating a feeling out of nothing that feels like something's beginning you know like oh this might be where my book starts, you know, I feel like that's a sort of feeling that people are often 
looking for um, as a, uh, you know, as, as something to happen to them during a day. And when something doesn't begin in a day, it can feel a little less than, you know, I think boredom <clears throat> comes from yeah. feeling like you're in the middle um, for long periods of time. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's kind of my take on beginnings is that it's, it's, a uh, it's, it's one of the great concepts we use to sort of pacify and reward our own experience, um, is the, uh, you know, that, that feeling of newness and the serotonin that gets squeezed when <laughs> you feel like something's new, you know? Yeah. Well, I also think that there's just more newness happening sometimes than we're aware of and, and realize, yeah. or that we're just even have the ability to recognize and appreciate. I mean, every day we wake up and it's new, like it is a new day. Right. And it's yeah, totally. That's a given. kind of how you look at it. How do you frame your day? Are you going to do the same thing that you always do? Or right. are you going to be like, Oh, it's a new day. And I'm going to go do something new. I mean, Routine is nice. I, I mean, I'm not knocking routine. I, I love routine and it helps like frame, totally. it helps frame our life Yes, and it's, it's comfy, but um, I think it's so easy to get uh, locked into a narrow vision. Like, I, I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience. Like sometimes I get so locked into my daily life and just going through the motions and yeah, it's not like exactly what I want for me or love. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's ugh, life is complicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel that. Um, and- but like the overarching, if, if you look at just overarching, like if you look at a big picture, it's yeah. like, Oh yeah. Like there's actually so much opportunity for newness all the time yes. or, or, or ending something, but I mean, they go together. Right. Um, totally. I don't know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And, and that's where I feel that's one of my like safe places is, you know, opening the aperture up into the big picture, um, yeah. kind of escaping into the perspective of looking at all things and trying to be as, you know, aware and as like, you know, big, um, uh, perception wise as possible. Um, because, because things feel comfortable and manageable and and it does feel like there's, you know, you can make a certain sense of things that once you're, once you're high up, you know, that's something that I really love about, uh, heights themselves too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm someone who's like really comfortable high up, like in a plane or in a tall building looking down and people in cars are like insect size. And there's just a grand amount of life happening all at once. I really yeah. um, take a lot of, take a lot of comfort from like big vistas like that, especially it's, in the city. It's funny that you brought that up. Cause I, I get overwhelmed. Like I, sometimes it's hard for me to look at the big picture because I get overwhelmed. Right. Um, and that's something that I've been working on. So that's why my default is to just focus on like the small little things, but then I'm like, Oh, you're getting too narrow. 
So that's something I'm working on. But I also, if I'm in a plane or uh, looking out at a view, that's something that pulls me out of that. Cause I'm like, wow, everything that I think matters and all the little dramas, <laughs> they don't, they don't yeah. matter. Yeah. And here I'm in this plane and this watching like the mountains move by me. It's beautiful. Totally. But it, that's, those are the moments that pull me out of my, my, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my mucky panic. magic. Yeah, panic. totally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, the, the, the collective, uh, the collective panic that is, you know, there to tap into it any damn time you choose or want to, you know, because life yeah. is so it's so fast paced and, and, and changes happen so chaotically and randomly and rapidly. And, uh, you know, um, I feel like, uh, culture and and invention has been getting faster and faster and like Uh more and more beginnings is part of that. And more and more overwhelming, um, is part of that. Yeah. And we don't really have control over yeah. Any, anything that might also be an unpopular opinion by me, yeah. but like, I, that is also something that I think has been helping me on my beginnings and endings journey is just kind of just trying to release and relax into yeah that uh, way of just being and letting the changes wash over me and not feel like, oh my gosh, I have to control it because it's like, well, it's not really in my control. I can't really do anything to change it. So let's just, Rachel, let's just try to (laughs) calm that anxiety down. Uh, It's great. It's so fun. (laughs) But it's it's something that's been really helpful for me uh, in a way to be like, okay, like how am I spending my energy here? Uh, getting anxious and feeling like I need to control something like you, but I, but I can't, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Something I've been feeling, um, a lot during COVID is, is, uh, this idea that what we can control, like the one thing we can control in life is what we physically do with our time you know Mm -hmm. um and even then it's only to a degree but like you that's that's what we get to choose is what do you want to do what are you going to do you know and and the rest of it other people the weather um (laughs) what's happening at large uh you know um tasks that you have to complete uh because you signed up to complete them like that's all mm-hmm. stuff you don't have uh control over and so you know you just gotta take the reins on on your time and uh you know prioritize the free time and prioritize the work time and you know yada 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 yeah that's a big one that's a big theme definitely uh post-covid for me yeah um of just of, of realizing how much I give away of my time and 
realizing, oh, I don't love this and I am going to carve out time for me and do what I want to do so that I have joy and happiness. And yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's a big deal with a lot of people right now. And COVID did make a lot of us realize like, okay, when we had all this free time, wow, I have all this free time to not work and, and do something to, to contribute to the machine. Okay, cool. What am I going to do? And now as we're like going back into society and working again, it's like, yeah, I'm still going to work. I'm still going to clock 25, 30 hours at my restaurant job and be fine. And then I'm going to take three days off to, to do whatever the fuck I want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's not something that I would have been able to have before. Like our days of working together, it would, I just would be so afraid that I wouldn't have enough money or, um, I don't know. I was just so afraid, also afraid (laughs) to kind of have space for myself to be like, Oh, to create what, to do what? Oh my God. Now I have to do something. Right. That whole pressure. um, Yeah. I mean, I think the newness of where we're at in the world right now with everything about COVID that is awful and horrible, but the newness that it's brought out for, I think most people is yeah. this new way of showing up in the world that's more truthful for you. Yeah. It's more in alignment for you and not, and learning how to have boundaries. Like COVID was such a great people. Okay. We're going to detour on boundaries for a bit because it's also okay. what's new for me is like having, not just having boundaries, but upholding them and like expressing right. my needs so so new beginning for me so covid i feel like so for people who struggled with boundaries it forced them to have boundaries right because they had to social distance and they couldn't see people and then people who struggled with creating boundaries it was a great way for them to be like well sorry like you know, I actually can't do that or see you. It got yeah, them yeah. comfortable with saying no and having a boundary. And then it got people comfortable with uh, people who struggled with having boundaries on the other end of the spectrum. Right. It got yeah. them comfortable with maybe being alone or that's just one example. But that's that is something that's fascinating to me about the new beginnings that are coming out of last year and how we're going forward so much ended this is a whole topic we could really dive into but it's large but so much broke down and ended last year totally our all of us on a personal level personal life scale but then big picture world so many things changed and now here we are um entering into like a newness new beginning of like creating new uh, day-to-day life for ourselves, creating boundaries and totally. then big picture, creating new systems. And I don't know, it's just, yeah. it's so just cool. It's just so fucking yeah, cool I, to me. I, I think, um, I, I think there's been a, 
growth spurt of consciousness. I'm sort of seeing mm-hmm. that, kind of feeling that in general, because I think everyone's had this, you know, it, it's a time of like, it's been a time of kind of like forced incubation, you know, mm-hmm. where everyone has sort of like gotten some stillness to think their situation through whether they wanted to or not. I've got, <laughs> yeah. um, I've got a kind of gross uh, metaphor for COVID that I'd oh, like I love to it. share. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, so in a day, let's say you are, let's say you're a student or um, a very busy person. You've got all these things to do and people can pile on as many tasks as they like. They can make themselves as busy as they want to be. But no matter what, if you are healthy and eating your meals, you're going to have to take a shit sometimes. No matter, <laughs> no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter how much is on your plate, you're going to have to, you're going to have to expel some waste and if you're a busy person, sometimes you'll have to do that in public. Let's say it's a work day. You have to, you have to like, you have to on your break, take a, take a fat shit sometimes. And when you're, and when you're there alone in the stall, there's like this, you know, two, three minutes of alone time of you and your thoughts where you're, you know, incapacitated by what you're doing. So you have to stay there. You can't do anything else because you're doing this like mundane fucking task. Your body process is happening. And so, Mm -hmm. and so it kind of like forces everyone to have some space to think, to think about things and their lives and often big ideas. I usually get like some big ideas in the bathroom or the shower, <laughs> for instance, is another place the shower. where, That's where, you know, you're me, stuck yeah. with your thoughts and, and they come out and, uh, and plans happen. COVID is society forced to take a huge private shit, you know, like mm-hmm. everyone was just like stuck in their bare essential areas, you know, <laughs> with like just the people they live with, just the people they live with, you know, whereas like yeah. before it's, you know, just yourself in a stall and, and, uh, and out of that, I think a lot of plans changed and I think a lot of big ideas happened. And I think, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of panicking happened too. <laughs> um, and you know, it's why everyone needed but, all the toilet paper basically all the toy it brings back yes yeah all the toilet good memories paper. everyone plant trees the second you can <laughs> um yeah it I, but 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 yeah i feel like we're at the point now where you know clubs are back um late nights are back uh schools are back um you know it's like like the world is like trying to act like everything's cool, but we kind of all have that, like, you know, just got out of the bathroom pep in our step, right? You know, (laughs) like returning, returning to the restaurant, you know, where you're with like family and friends and you just took, you just took a huge shit and you feel better, don't you? You know? Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) after a massive dump, 
always feel better. Well, I mean, you're literally creating space, right? Your body is literally uh, processing things and pushing it out. And then you have space. And then you're like, cool, going to get back out there. Fill my (laughs) fill my chug hole with more deliciousness. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that's a that's a totally. that's a Is word that my Massachusetts niece. thing? Oh. I don't know. My niece said it like <laughs> she called her sister a chug, a chug hole. I think it was a chug <laughs> hole. And I was like, um, this is amazing. And thank you, you 10-year-old genius, because I'm yeah. going to <laughs> adapt that into my vernacular, chug hole. I think she meant it as an was, insult. Uh, but yeah, I, she meant it as an yeah, insult. Yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Was her sister being a total chug hole? Um, no, 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 no. Okay. She was, lo- do you want to hear the story? It's quick. Of course, she basically of course. was, she's the youngest. She was upset that she wasn't in these uh, old photos. And I was like, well, oh. I'm sorry, love, but you weren't born yet. You were not born. Oh, man. She did not like that. She did not take that as. Totally okay and so she took it out on her older sister and then went on because we were looking at old photos of on my facebook yeah and she proceeded to comment on the photos under my name and call her sister a chug hole whoa yeah some internet bullying a, a little bit, but of you some know, light, some light hazing on light the web. hazing between siblings. I mean, who who yeah. doesn't? Yeah, uh, but I yeah. had people text me, and they're like, "Rachel, I think maybe you've <laughs> been hacked." Because <laughs> like, you're insulting your niece very hard right now. And they were like, "I um, yeah." One of my <laughs> friends was like, "Either you've been hacked, or you've developed a hate for children." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I've I've been hacked by my own niece." <laughs> but I'm going to leave them up there because they're hilarious. That's amazing. Um, so I don't know what, I don't know what chug hole means to her, but I use it for like my mouth. I'm like, Oh, this chug <laughs> right. hole keeps, right. keeps gabbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big time. Anyway, big time. Yeah. That's a, uh, <laughs> well, well, chug hole is definitely the name of this episode. I think, um, yes. Chug holes in yes. the beginning. Uh, massive dumps and chug holes or I don't know I love that's another thing my niece says I love what dumps (laughs) yeah she said I gotta go in a scatological phase huh yeah yeah I I love the rage the the young person rage though at the gall of time existing before we did you know the FOMO of the past I feel like everyone Mm -hmm. has that for like the time their parents were young you know I feel it's always sort of like a golden age for a person you know like yeah like I, I wish I was around in the 60s and 70s because that's when all of my parents crazy <laughs> stories take place you know um, yeah and and yeah a kid like looking at your Facebook back in the day and being upset that they're not born yet that's so relatable um because that's yeah. the thing about beginnings. There's beginnings before you even began, you know, and uh, and and yes, and, but and even people begin. How dare life crazy. exist before big rage? Come on, right? You know, right? it's so funny. 
<laughs> yeah. Before Big yeah. Rach and Duffy. Ugh, no, life started when we were born. Come on. Yes. 86. 87. Woo! 87. Yeah. Nice one. So um speaking of that, what what's do you have a do you have like an initial memory what's the earliest memory you have <laughs> no i can't share it what it's so embarrassing oh, no well. <laughs> i don't know if i can well. share my earliest memory okay i mean it's on theme which is so funny it's on theme <laughs> we were talking we were talking about poop yeah did you play with some dog oh, shit God. and 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 you're uh, here's my guess here's my guess you were playing. Yes, you're, let's play this you game. You saw some. You saw some dog shit on the sidewalk, in you know mm-hmm. the uh, in the sunny childhood version of the 1980s, and you <laughs> uh, and you picked it up, and then your family yelled at you so hard for playing with dog crap that you remember it to this day. Is that what happened? No, it's worse. It's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> that would be worse. So that no. is it. by comparison, no. get you to say it. Okay. I have never told anybody this. So you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna say it on, on our podcast. That's fine. I'm Folks, gonna do it. Big Race <laughs> is a brave and bold person, and she's doing this for you. So you better appreciate. I just want to say big props. Big props. Thank you. Thank you. This is a new, um, this is a new thing happening right now for me. Um, no, Bravery. my earliest memory, my earliest memory was I was in my crib. I was wearing a diaper and yeah. I was standing and I was clearly like ready for somebody to come get me. I don't know what time it was. I don't know. So it's probably like two, <laughs> three. It's pretty right. early. I literally Oh God. I ate my own poop. What? Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know if I had poop on my hands. Were or, you diapered I, or was it, it was I was just diapered. loose in the crib? No. <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad, mom and dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was diapered and I think I stuck my hand down there. Because I, I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, what's that? And I literally yeah. put my fingers in my mouth. No. And probably started crying because then someone came to get me. <laughs> but do you know, like, <laughs> that's why I remember it is because it's so yeah. traumatic and it's very, yeah. like, it was shocking like, sensory-wise. Oh, that, that must have been, like, by far the worst thing that ever happened to you. Right? I mean, well, in my life, I, I would say, oh, at that point, yeah, yeah there's been point. way worse things that have happened to me since then, but um, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only gone up from here. Uh, <laughs> eating shit, everybody. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Yeah, but like, aside from probably being pushed out of a warm, cushy womb, it was the worst. Right. Thing. It was good. I don't remember it either, but right. uh, from from the Yelp reviews, pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it was awful coming out of that nice space. Oh, um, I know. So yeah, it was probably the I worst thing about, that happened to yeah. me. And I did it, I did it to myself. 
So just like double, Oof. double whammy there. Well, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a good example of a, of a horrible beginning. You know, that's yeah. the beginning of strife. That's the beginning of, oh, things can taste awful. And then, you know, cut to some BS restaurant where you eat something bad and it's like, oh, you know, there's, there's shades of, <laughs> shades of that memory in there forever. Oh, no. What a good I mean, what probably a, unconsciously. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, I mean. that's what I mean. Damn. What a good answer. I was I, I was aiming for some Norman Rockwell like Americana youth stories, yep. and it was like pure John oh. Waters filth. Yep. I mean, that's <laughs> probably more accurate. It was real, it was true. That is my earliest memory. Yes. Uh I don't have many, honestly. Uh, yeah. but I can't forget that one. Yeah, can't that's unsee vivid. it. That's yeah, vivid. it's awful. Uh, what about you? Can you top that? <laughs> no, no, I can't. If, if I'm if I'm if I'm answering honestly, it's like sorry, disgustingly pretentious stuff about like uh, there's this time where I was with my with my aunt in the car, and she was taking me to the grocery store and telling me that the grocery store was five minutes away, and it was like I just remember my mind sort of like conceiving of that as a time amount for the first time it's like five Mm. minutes okay you're telling me this is five minutes so we're gonna arrive in five minutes and like watching the clock count the five minutes and it actually being five minutes like that blow that blew my mind uh when i was like i want to say four or five or something um so yeah, just doing an errand with my aunt yeah, and, I think and, that's and huge. the experience of like being small in the car and her being big next to me and the clock being in my face and us like going a distance. I remember that. Um, I also remember being taught colors on tulips we had in the front yard in New Jersey, which is very pleasant. And uh, that's a nice one. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's a nice one. <laughs> Sorry. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Good for fucking you, kid. Okay. You see, guys, God, life I was is abandoned in my crib to eat my own shit. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> if this ain't the muck and the magic, I don't know what right? show this is. <laughs> if this doesn't accurately uh, describe us as people, I don't know what it does. <laughs> well, it'll be my turn next week. It'll be some, uh, yeah, some horrifying story you'll pull out of me, I'm sure. Stay tuned, folks. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen probably all the time. So it's good. It's good to, you know, I kind of feel like a weight off of me. I've never shared that story. I also feel like I had some internalized shame about it because I I did it to myself. But I was too. I mean, who's not eating things they shouldn't at two? Yeah, you're supposed Um, to. You have to eat shit at two. If you don't eat shit at two, you're going to eat shit later in life and that's way worse you know so that's true i'm i'm proud i'm I proud feel of so you, much Rachel. better i'm proud of you for making the right mistakes at the right time <laughs> thank you go that you is, go you that is my uh moniker i guess you could say <laughs> big reach making the right mistakes at the right time <laughs> <laughs> well this was yeah. fun yeah it was fun uh, I had a good time. Um, 
and yeah, it's fun being at the beginning of mm-hmm. doing these podcasts. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just got to keep uh, keep keep bringing keep bringing new new stuff to the table and 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 the good old honesty and uh oh yeah it's gonna nothing but nothing but (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) all right well um i think we've arrived at at csc's oh Um, it's great talking with you a great time although well i mean it's ending uh, I don't love it. Yes. I'll say the CSCs. Right, right. But I love the CSCs. I love when you say it. It brings me back. It's it's uh it, it's a uh, it's making an ending a beginning, right? You're talking. Right. It's like right. This is awful. Parting. That's always bad. Um, I've never liked it. And and so if you say CSCs, it's like this end. This ending is nothing. We're the here's to the next beginning cheers pip pip cheerio oh and, yeah uh, i love that that's why i glasses. like it yeah i yeah. like it because it's like uh it's like a um a pill pocket you know like it yeah the ending is a hard pill to swallow but the csc is is this little like oh yeah. it's candy like treat me like an animal because that's how we're gonna get through is put that totally. ending in a pill pocket and Put it in my chug hole and lie to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, uh, so, so to be clear, CSC is, is something I say at the end of every work shift, like as I'm leaving, as I'm leaving a group, as I'm leaving a, 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 a space or a situation, I like to throw in a CSC is, um, <laughs> I do it, I, I do it twice. Cause like the first CIA, it, I feel is like a ICU, you know, it's mm-hmm. like been seeing you. Right. I see you. This was good. And then the second C is, is like, and I will see you again in the Mm. future. So it's like, see you, see us. And then, uh, and yeah, uh, being at the new job and throwing out the see you, see us, but they're not even like used to it yet is, is just hilarious for me. I mean, when you did that, when we worked together, it was my favorite thing. And I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, see you, see us. (laughs) Sometimes I'd say it before you could, I'd be like, see you, see us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love it. Thank you for explaining that. Cause I don't think you ever explained that to me. So I love that. It's very heartwarming. What's the, what's the point of explaining it? But when you're (laughs) on a podcast, you can explain anything. (laughs) And hopefully people are listening. Uh uh That's funny. Hey, you folks that are still listening. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks for being here past the beginning of things. You know, that's the thing Mm -hmm. is like effort and hard work is staying past the beginnings. And that's what you got to do to see something through. So thanks for being here. See you, see us. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Yeah. See you, see yeah. us. See you, see us. <laughs>